Well, hello, welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Um, as I say, we're on a Tuesday night. You have to blame my wife for that because she was born uh, tomorrow. So <laughs> we've, had, we've had to shift the podcast. You know what I mean? She was born on that date. Very inconsiderate for, I think, in 39 years. Oh, I shouldn't give her age her down the line uh, that there's a podcast that night. But um, yeah, Mickey, it's uh, a, a week on. Um, I thought, to be honest, the vote, uh, the National League vote would have been um close to uh being resolved by now i thought everyone hey that who either want to end the league would have voted by now so they weren't having ex- further expenditure of what would have happened but here we are still um you know kicking at the grass here there's, there's, there's nothing happened did you expect that <laughs> kind of i did, did I you, thought, you did I, I thought there might be i thought by now we might have had a clear clear um you know idea of where people were voting at the moment it's very very tight i think it's probably i think three or four votes uh, in it i think null and void is just ahead at the moment but um we'll obviously find that out uh in in the coming days we've got a few uh, things to talk about as well but if you are new to the podcast or if you joined us last week remember you can f- uh, message us like uh, people have done already you can do it on uh well, we're all live on Twitter this evening as well for the first time. So if you're watching on Twitter, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, Jack Bannon's for good evening, guys. And uh, we've got good evening, good evening from Luke, and good evening from David Tron as well. Um, so we we have got Mark Rivers joining us very very shortly. Um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, just <laughs> a travesty, really. And. As I say, as you can see, I'm broadcasting here from the Keyside, and if you believe that, you're as daft as the National League. Uh, because <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's just you a mess. You would have a sheepskin coat on if you were stood out there, mate. We are also as well going to have a call from Jack again, the Brackley fan. He's got some things to say because obviously it's affecting uh, Brackley as well. Um, so we've got him on, but want you to ring the show tonight and message the show. That's what it is all about. Uh, we're going to play a quick message from our sponsors, and when we do, we're going to bring Mark Curvers in to uh, talk about what's happening at the moment. Yes. Well... Thank you to our sponsors, Northern Prince Solutions as ever. But Mark, good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Cold, but, uh, but good, yeah. It's, uh, cool. You're on the quayside as, as well. As I can see, I mean, you should have, you know, something a bit more uh, more padding on there, I think. It's uh, freezing. I've got a lot of padding underneath the T-shirt, so... <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, as I say, oh, just before we get started as well, everyone have a go to the Northern Gold Show. Um, Mark's got links on his Twitter. We've retweeted it as well. Fantastic debate. I was lucky enough to be on there last night and speaking to Darlington fan, South Shields and Heaven t- uh, Town fan. Great to get the views of everyone in the North East. So go to that first uh, after yeah. the show. But Mark, um, it's just it's like banging your head off a brick wall, isn't it, at the moment? It is, and I think, you know, it's just the what you were saying there before I came on, the, the fact that you thought we would have some sort of indication. But I think what we're seeing now is just a lot of clubs uh, looking after their own interests, which I do get. Um, that's why, as I said on the show last night, it was so admirable that Gates had came out and said, you know, that they, they wanted to take care of the, the part-time players that are in the, in the National League and National League North and South uh, and make sure that they were looked after properly with the testing, which has come out. Um but again, as Gates had said, no matter how um, 
attractive the terms of the loan look. You know, it's over 20 years as an immediate payment holiday in there. Um, it's a low interest loan. No matter how low that interest is, no matter how preferential those terms are, it's still debt. It's still debt that you're placing onto your club. It's still got to be repaid. It's not free money. And I think that's why, especially, you know, let's be honest, we were already in a difficult financial environment anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I hardly think COVID has helped that. Uh, far from it. And, and now you're asking people to take on more debt. Some clubs, you know, they will be able to, to afford that. They will be able to do that and service that debt properly. But some clubs can't. And I think, you know, far or they'll be cautious with the environment we're in. And I think that's why the majority of clubs uh, so far have said that uh, they will go null and void. There is a clear north and south split, we should say that. Um, it looks as if the, the National League South are heading more towards playing on. Um, but I think the north is very much up in the air. Uh, what that means for the overall situation, um, I'm starting, when this all started, I was edging towards null and void. But now I must admit, the more this goes on, I'm starting to wonder what's going to happen and it may well end up where we end up playing on. And also, as well, been some interesting developments. Um, Ollie Bealiff, the uh, BBC non-league um, reporter for Five Live, I think it is, he's um, put up this today um, from the Dover Athletic chairman. And he's put the Dover, uh, former Dover director, sorry, the former Dover, the former director of the National League board believes that clubs will be breaching National League rules. And they're below, if you want to go and have a look at this and read them uh, in more in depth, by taking loans from Sport England. The Dover chairman, Jim Parmenter, um, what was being offered by Sport England does not comply with the league's own rules regarding clubs taking loans. And he's actually resigned from um, the uh, National League board. And to me, that absolutely speaks volumes, uh, you know, that he's come out and said that. And he's, you know, and also I think as well, I think I read in some uh, online post that he, he said he's going to have to um, furlough the staff ASAP really to keep the club afloat. Yeah, well, Dover were having issues anyway, weren't they? So they've hardly been been held by this. Um, it's a really strong statement he's come out with, and, and you know the, the, what's being put out today about the you know the rules that are being broken is is quite damning of the National League. Um, I don't think their leadership throughout this has been great. I think the communication has been poor. I do accept that they are part of a chain where they are being led by DCMS and the government and. You know, it is difficult for leagues, I appreciate that, but I still think the communication coming out of the clubs, um, the manner of the communication has been very poor. And that's one of the things where I think they've got to accept that criticism. They've got to try and use it as a, as a positive going forwards and, and make sure that they improve on that going, going forwards in the future in case we end up in, you know, hopefully we won't end up in this situation again. But if we do or something similar, you would hope that they will learn from uh, what they've done poorly this time around. It's, it's, but it it, it 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 just becomes more and more frustration because here we are a week on. It's you couldn't put a cigarette paper between it for which way the vote is going to go. And as you said, there's a bias between the north and the south, and there is a vote um, parallel with it in this mess of a voting system about voting for your own league. Could you see the National League North not being uh, going ahead and the National League South going ahead and yet they have the promotion places? Or I think I think we'll be looking at a situation where you've got to have, you know, the Step 2 clubs or the Step 2 leagues. It's, it's one or the other. You know, you, you can't allow them 
want to play and one not to play, I would imagine the step two club, oh, sorry, step two leagues will have to come to the same conclusion. However, that's done. Yes, you could have where the national league continues, you know, because they've got the, um, you know, they've got the, the the golden, whatever you want to call it, with the the, the two promotion spots in the uh, in the football league. So that'll have to be upheld because they'll, you know, they'll they want to continue that. They won't want to lose those promotion spots. I think there's been a lot of um, cynicism towards how the EFL view promotion from non-league uh, over the last few years. I think we've seen it when they've tried to push for another place, you know, and trying to get three up, given the success of clubs being promoted from the National League. So I think they'll do all they can to continue playing this season to try and maintain those two promotion spots. So I think, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if we end up with null and void in step two, but step one carries on. But yeah. Again, as I said, this is changing daily. My opinion's going all around the place. And I think the longer it goes on, the more I think we could be heading towards step two um, playing on. As I said last night on the show, though, what does that mean for clubs who don't want to take loans? You know, Can they just refuse to play? Will that lead to punishments? It's a very messy situation. And yeah. I think the National yeah. League have got to be very, very careful with how they deal with this. It's... <laughs> I think it just depends how many teams in the National League North vote null and void. If you've got 13 teams, then you've got the base, you've got half the, more than half the league are prepared to say, well, it's null and void. Yeah. What can you do? You, you've got like basically 51%, haven't you? So. I mean, it, it's easy to say that the clubs that are uh, going for null and void are the ones who are struggling, but that hasn't been the case. You've got. Obviously, Gates in the playoff place so in around the playoffs. They voted null and void. You've got Spennymoor, who, by the way, put out an unbelievable statement last week. They deserve great credit for that. Um, you've got Chester, who were, were lying in second. They've come out and said it. Now, you look at these clubs, they're ones that have been through financial difficulties recently. You know, Chester, you know, they had to reform uh, through no fault of their own, we should say. It was poor management. Same with, uh, with, with Gator. We know what went on there. So, you know, clubs know what what happens when you get into financial trouble and it's understandable that they're going to be wary of doing that. I think that's the thing, you know, Neil Pingerton and the Gateshead board deserve great credit because they're trying to make sure there is a Gateshead football club here for generations to come. And that means not saddling it with debt uh, for generations to come. Yeah. Um, I'm ridiculous amazed that certain uh, other clubs uh, somehow want to go ahead with no revenue. It kind of goes down what you said there. But I think as well, what has probably made this drag it on has, has been the, the deadline for the vote. I thought that that was a little bit silly, uh, given the amount of clubs that maybe want to null and void and try and cut costs, because at the moment they'll have to be paying wages and, and all the other things in between. So... Yeah. It's it, it 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 it's just a mess, and it it's getting frustrate frustrating now. And you know, uh, clubs like you said, I'm kind of surprised that want to go ahead with it. Well, I'm not surprised by clubs wanting to go ahead because there are a lot of clubs that will benefit from going ahead. You know, the ones as I say in the National League in particular, who, if you look at your Hartlepool, you know, I don't blame Hartlepool United for wanting to continue because they've got a great chance to return to the football league, and you know that's what that that club is. The football league club and everything but status so yeah. i don't blame clubs like that i am surprised by certain clubs want to continue ones that are um you know they're not professional full-time outfits they're not um uh, there's some that aren't really bankrolled as, as you know gates had said in that uh 
that, that statement that went out that there were bank world clubs trying to pressure some there are some that aren't that want to continue so it's a very um you know people are looking after themselves here not a lot of clubs are looking after the bigger picture and i think that's why things are heading the way they are it's been again and i'm not just saying it because we're on a gateshead podcast but gateshead deserve credit for trying to look at the bigger picture and not just looking uh, at themselves and then I'm really disgusted at indeed. I have a question. Do you think the National League are acting like they are scared more of damaging their relationship with the EFL than helping their own clubs? And um that's an interesting one, that. Uh Mickey, what do you, I'll let you go first on that one. What do you what do you think about that? Well, they'd be absolutely terrified of losing it if they don't have a team going up. Are they scared they're going to lose the chance of a team going up and like, go back to just one promotion place? I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, to be honest, the way I look at the National League, I think they'd rather Darlington, Spennymoor, Blythe weren't in the National League. They'd rather win Evo Stick because to me, it's like out, out south of Birmingham, they're not really interested in other really. Apart from York, of course, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. And I just think they're a bunch of incompetent arseholes as well. So, language. language. Um, but Mark, uh, would you think that the National League are trying to look after the, as I say, their marquee clubs and the, the marquee league that is, and we're just an afterthought at the moment? In the I, I think there is some credence to the argument that you know they are um, trying to preserve the, the the two clubs going up and the two clubs going down. It's it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you think. When you look at the clubs at the bottom end of the League Two at the moment, there are some big clubs in there. And you look at what's come down in in the last few years. You're not counties and clubs like that. You know they're big name clubs, and let's be honest, that enhances the the National League product if you want to call it that. So they'll want to preserve that relationship as much as they can. Um, but they've got to look after the member clubs more than anything because they're the ones that are there year in year out. And uh, I just think it's it's a case of having to you know, really, really think about how they're dealing with this because so far it's been abysmal um, as far as I'm concerned. As I say, it's not just the communication, it's the manner of the communication, it's the stuff leaking out into the media. Uh, I think that's been been appalling the way that's been done. How how can people find out, you know, stuff, vital information via Twitter before people involved at clubs find out? That makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, So I think the National League need to really look at themselves and how they've dealt with this whole situation, I do have a degree of sympathy because nobody's been in this situation before, um, but they clearly haven't learned lessons from what happened a year ago. They are still making the same mistakes now. Um, exactly. And there's, there's just a, a lot to be learned going forward. Certainly, yeah. I mean, uh... look at last, the playoffs last year. It was an absolute farce. And, it, and like you said, they haven't learned from it. And here we are. But what did we play the was it July we played the the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And we're in February, six, seven months down the line, and they're still making the same mistakes, Mark. Once is a mistake, second is incompetence. Well the the other thing is as well, what we shouldn't ignore here is we're now going into the middle of February. You know, we are now uh, where some clubs have, have barely made into double figures for league games. So you look at someone like Darlington, they've got about thirty league games left to play, probably more I think it is in the space of what will be three months. Now, you know, if we continue having this bad weather, if they continue the FA Trophy run they're in, 
Um, that, that's a lot of fixtures to ask part-time footballers to play in an environment where they're going to have to travel with a bit of danger around them. I know there's testings coming, which is, you know, let's be honest, the league deserve credit for, for bringing that in under pressure from clubs. Um, but again, you're expecting clubs to travel in a dangerous environment. Look, look at Darlington having to travel. I know there's an FA Trophy game. Having to travel to the South Coast to play Weymouth in, in an FA Trophy game, a journey of, I think it was at 780 miles or something around that. Um, it's just, it's a farce. And, and for me, because we haven't, you know, played a significant proportion of the season, they should just null and void. And then we'll start again when it's safe to do so, which you, don't, you would hope, we would hope, would be sort of August as normal if we have a full season where we move on from the absolute farce that this has been. Yeah, I think the, I think the disappointing thing has been obviously on the back of what the chairman uh, come out and said about it, you know, potentially being a rule breaker and telling clubs to take loans if they want to continue, or or, or not tell them that's the option on the table, should I say? But you know, it, it, without being biased on as a gated fan, we know that we got punished once the club got took over and tried to get itself back on its feet and we got punished late on for financial irregularities and things like that. For the National League to even put that on the table after they've punished so many clubs because of you know loans and things like that, I, I just kind of get my head around it. And it, it's so aggravating and upsetting that the National League would do that to its members. And that, that, that's the, the thing I kind of get my head around. But look, look, if we go back to the start start of this season, clubs only agreed to start this season on the basis that they were getting grants. You know, it wasn't a loan, it was a grant. They agreed to play behind closed doors. That was the agreement in place with the belief that more grants would be coming to finalise the season. Now that's turned on its head to be loans. Um, so there's a, a serious breakdown in communication between, um, between the National League, between the DCMS and between clubs. It's just not... Again, I keep saying it's just not good enough. Um, I firmly believe if, if clubs had known back in you know September time that they would be for, forced or you know pushed into taking loans in January to finish the season, they wouldn't have even agreed to kick things off back in October. So, um, and I know that because clubs have said it in statements. You know, there's been I think all four Northeast clubs said that they wouldn't have started the season on that basis. It's it's just you know you, you look at a club like Gateshead and. and you look at the income that they've got, the, the vast majority comes from either sponsorship or ticket sales of, you know, people come through the gates. When you take away one of those, um, you know, the, the biggest one probably being that, that, you know, people come through the gates, um, it just leaves a massive hole in the budget. And as fantastic mm -hmm. as the live streaming has been, uh, particularly the commentary on some occasions, um, it's, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it doesn't fill that void. It doesn't fill that financial, you know, the gap in the finances. Um, so it's, for me, it, it, I'd be shocked if, if clubs are willing to take on loans, you know, particularly the ones that we know aren't the richest clubs around, the ones that don't get the biggest crowds. Because is it really worth jeopardising the, the long-term future of your club for taking on a loan to finish a season where you're probably going to finish mid-table? Well, yeah, this one's from But do you think head against the FC during this mess? Of course, the fixtures are going ahead. This is our first game back um, since the break. Um, looks like Fylde want to play their games, but 
can you see this game going ahead this weekend? I mean, Gates is still in full-time training. The, the, I think the lads were doing uh, bike work today and being sick in the snow outside because they got room through it. Um, I've seen on social media, but uh, do you have to, I, I personally see that game going ahead. If, if you want my honest opinion, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, because I, I think this this shows up how farcical the situation is that, you know, this vote should have been done within, within a week maximum. It should have been just cut and cleared and done because then it would stop this situation where you had, um, was it filed today, still advertising the game that was meant to be going ahead tonight? You had, yeah. um, who was the other one? Uh, there was another game where it was happening. Um, I think there was South and North games that were scheduled to go ahead, but have all been cancelled due to COVID or weather problems. But then you've got a situation with Darlington, where Darlington called their game off because of the weather, which we know how bad it is up here. And they're getting accused of doing it because they want to play because of the situation going on. Now, it's not that. You yeah. know, the pitch was clearly, you know, there's been a lot of snow in Darlington. We know that has. We've seen it on the news. Yet clubs are being opened up to accusations of, of deliberately postponing games. Um, there are clubs don't want to play. And I think it's understandable they don't want to play because they don't know what's happening. And the minute players walk on the pitch, they deserve to be paid. Now, where's that money coming from? So, you know, this is... This is what I just can't get my head around, and this is why the vote should have been done within a maximum of a week. Um, you know, allow directors to have their meetings at each club, then you make a decision, you put your vote in, and we move on quickly. And all games should have been postponed in that time because it's it's just led to this absolute farce. So the, the short answer to the question is, I, I genuinely don't know if it'll go ahead. I suspect not, but who knows? Yeah, well, Charles... <laughs> Take all us to donate one week to the National League football would be a big help. Vardy comes to mind, but the players aren't the players aren't responsibility for this. It's the it's the the authorities of that govern football. We've we've known this that at the top level, where it be the FA, the um, Premier League, and even UEFA and FIFA, we know the money isn't distributed fairly across the world, let, let alone across the country and down the leagues. It's all at the top. We know that, and what trickles down is minimal. And from transfers, you know, the sell on that, that's the way it really works at the moment, sadly. And yeah. as I say, I, I think people are not looking at the bigger picture, even at the top level. How long can some of these clubs go without taking in, like, say, Newcastle United? If you do a bit of maths on a match day, they probably take in five million if that place is full on a match day if all the tickets are sold and pies and pints. Now, you remove that from their budget. I know people say, oh, Premier League clubs could play without any fans quite happily. Yes, they're doing it at the moment. In the long term, they can't, not on the wages that they're paying. We've seen Arsenal have to get rid of players off their budget, and that's a massive club. I think this situation hasn't really peaked yet in football. It's started at the lower level because we've got less money, but I think it will go all the way to the top. You, you look, you know, you could argue the three biggest clubs in the world is, is Real Madrid, Barcelona, who both said that they're in trouble financially, you know, they're struggling at the moment. Then you've got Man United, who said they've got a massive hole in their finances because of COVID. You know, if the three biggest clubs in the world are struggling, then, you know, everyone else is going to fall in line with that. You know, I, I don't care who you are. You take out this chunk of, of, of money from, from sales of, you know, tickets and, as you say, merchandise, all that sort of stuff. The, the top end, are, it's cushioned a little bit by the TV money and the extortionate uh, TV money they get. But they're not... Um, you know, they're not fully protected from it. They're still going to lose money. Um, I do agree that the, 
firstly, I will say I don't think the players should at the top end of the game should have to to, to pay money to you know to look after the lower levels. I, I get where Charles is coming from, but at the end of the day, these lads have worked hard to get where they are and they deserve what they get, no matter what you think of what wages they get. But it's down to how money is distributed from the top end of the game, from FIFA, UEFA, the Premier League, how that flows down the, the pyramid. And at the minute, it's not flowing properly. Too, this is a, a much wider conversation, by the way, but there's yeah. too much money yeah. going out of the game to agents and, and this sort of thing. Um, so I just think that there needs to, and there won't be, I'll say this now, there won't be, but there needs to be a full analysis of where money goes in the pyramid. There needs to be a full review of it by an independent body, by nobody with it. You know, nobody on this panel should have um, conflicted interests. Should be people who can look at it without bias and make decisions and recommendations based on that. But despite that, they'll rant. It won't happen. They'll not bring in a think tank to look at it and uh, pick the bones. They'll, they, it's a very guarded and it's a cash cow for the people at the top and they're not going to let anyone into that, are they? No, not at all. And, and this is why you've got to be, um, again, you've got you've got to praise the way, you know, Spennymoor and Gateshead and, and clubs like this are trying to look after themselves. And, you know, they, they don't want to rely on handouts. They want to rely on making money themselves and doing things the right way and making sure that they have a football club 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years down the line. You know, they don't want to have to take out loans and, and rely on, handouts from clubs they want things done properly and and that's the way it should be done through the pyramid i spoke to um jeff thompson last summer south shields chairman about the obviously they got caught up in the you know not being promoted um and, and the null and void there and he said at the moment it feels like the the, the non-league pyramid has been truncated or the football pyramid's been truncated where you've basically got the premier league championship they're on a level then you've got league one league two they look after themselves then you've got the National League, and then everyone below that is just kind of cut off now. And yeah. I think we're seeing more and more of that as time goes on. And, you know, I know Jeff stirs up a lot of emotions in people, and so Shields do, but he's right, let's be honest. They, you know, the way things are um, the way things are happening, it does look as if everyone's just looking after themselves. I think, um, you know, you look at a club like South Shields, they are trying to progress. They've got things right off the pitch. And, and they're being denied a chance to progress by people who haven't got a clue what they're doing. Yeah, it's just a sad, sad situation, isn't it, really? It's just... And I, I, I... Oh, sorry, you're low there, Mickey. The one thing that's never been mentioned is the players. I'll turn you up a little bit. Oh, you all right there? You're, you're quite low. Did, did you say the players, Mickey? Aye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You look at the players. So, again, you know, using Gateshead as an example. So, last year, um, played all season, got in the playoffs. Uh, this year, stop start. You know, they're putting themselves in danger by travelling here, there, and everywhere to play games, doing it for the good of the club. Um, and it's going to feel, again, if this season's null and voided, like a waste of time. And, and you've got to feel sorry for them for that because. Their careers are, you know, some of them, you look at the older players in the group, suddenly they've got two seasons where they haven't really done much. And, and I look at, you know, going down the Northern League, former Gator player, you look at, at Graham Armstrong, he's now said that this season is more than likely going to be his last season. And that could be wiped out. He should be playing at Wembley in a Vars final, last season's Vars final. Still hasn't been sorted. 
So, yeah, I think that's a great point, Mickey. The, the players and managers, um, you know, I could use another example in the in the Northern League. You've got Kevin Bolham, the, the heaven manager, manager for two seasons. Last season, in a promotion spot, didn't get promoted. This got to the first final, still hasn't been played. This year, sat top of the Northern League by a, a decent distance, probably going to be promoted. And according to the record books, he hasn't managed a game of this season, gets null and voided. So it's such a, it is something I don't think people are looking at is the, the, the kind of mental impact it will have on players and managers. I think it's a good point, Maggie. Certainly. Uh, the, the fitness of the players as well. It's all stop talk. Yeah. care about club this, club that. No one ever mentions the players. It must be so frustrating. Players just, at the end of the day, no one wants to null and void the season. We all want the football to remain. But not to the detriment of the clubs. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a, a, an absolute minefield. Um, and Scurfield sent a message there as well. It stinks that even the FA Cup money was reduced this season. Yeah, it it, it nothing's really been a help um, on that front at all, has it? And it's, uh, it's, it's an, that one's an interesting one, and I think Anthony is right. But there's two things to consider on that. Last year it was doubled, so it's yeah. it's kind of gone back to where it was. Um, which you know, depending on how you view that, it was last year was a bonus, but I agree with that. The other one is that the FA have a big hole in their finances, they're trying to fill now. It does seem harsh that the prize money that non league clubs value so much in the FA Cup is the one that's been hit. Um, but um, no, I think you know, it is sad that they did that. Um, and again, we you know there are clubs that have done well in the, in the FA Cup this year. You know, look at Chorley, they've made some decent money off it, but you think of what they would have made. If it had been the season before, I know. Plus, we've in as well, and it would have been something special for them. But Mark, um, so if anyone's just tuned in, if you'd like to give you a little show, uh, your show push um, that just came out today, um, how they can find it. Yeah, so it was just a new version of the the Sunderland Echo Northern Goal Show. Um, obviously, not a lot of uh, on-field action to discuss. Um, so we had a, a supporters club special. That's something we're going to be doing each month. Um, so we had supporters from uh, Heaven Town, uh, from Darlington, uh, from South Shields, and, and some bloke from Gateshead on, um, and we just discussed the the situation in non-league. You know, just the situation at their own clubs. It's something we'll be doing, as I say, on a monthly basis going forward with supporters of different clubs. Uh, in a normal environment, the the Northern Goal Show is is kind of a, a non-league match of the day for the Northeast. We have goals on from uh, the Northern League up to the National League. Uh, and guests on each week so you know keep an eye on that on the, on the, the Sunderland Echo website um, we are also going to be doing a few different specials we did a one with uh, Stephen and Phil Turnbull last week a uh, bit of a Q&A with them which was was interesting um, to say the least there, there, there was some interesting words used in there um, a little bit of infighting as well which is interesting but uh, yeah so the, you know keep an eye on it it does come out every every Tuesday or Wednesday um, and uh, just something to give the latest one to give supporters in the region a bit of a voice because uh, you know they, they get forgetting about a bit with everything going on. So I think it was a, a a nice idea to get some supporters involved. Just sad we had to get Dave as one of them. <laughs> I know. I've always got to bring it down. I've always got to bring it down. Well, thank you as ever for coming on. Um, as I say, hopefully one day when we get you back on, we'll be able to talk about football. Um, but until then. <laughs> Uh, great value as ever and uh, we'll see you next time thanks Mark thanks very much yeah thanks
Oh, there we go. Mark Carruthers and um, so he gives a good um, insight there. Right. Well, we are going to open up the phone lines now. Uh, I think we're going to have Jack the Brackley fan is going to ring us. The number is on the bottom. If you do want to, if you want to ring after um, Jack, he said he's going to ring shortly. So we'll find out um, uh, what his thoughts and views are on everything at the moment. But we're just going to play a little video here. Remember, do share the show. It's what keeps us, um, you know, getting new people involved and that's exactly what we want so just play this and hopefully we'll be hearing from jack very shortly There you go. A lovely little montage of how to share the show, whether you're on your phone or your computer. Um, John, uh, Joey C. Agnew, he's put greetings from the West Peterborough supporters. Yes. And um, Charles Wath, he's put, I'm 65 now and my generation said the Premier League will spoil the game as the lower leagues would be less important. Well, it certainly seems to be the way, doesn't it, Mickey? Yeah. Do you know what it is, Mickey? Do you know what I think it might be? Because your microphone's getting lower and lower. I think, have you got a, another battery to put in to the microphone? I think that's where it might be. But we have Jack joining us now. Hello there, Jack. How are you doing? Hello, Mark. How are you? Yeah. Uh, frustrated. Frustrated. Yeah, frustrated. Hello. How are you? Not too bad. What about the cricket before yeah. we start, you think? Yeah, cricket performance is good. At least that's a positive. Fantastic one. But, um, yeah, hell of a performance. But, uh, yeah, just bought a few more shoes again. Yeah, so what, what's frustrated, ha- isn't it? It is. I mean, have you seen the the um, the the stuff that's come out from the Dover chairman? I saw some of that earlier. I don't really read into it, uh, but I saw the main bits. And what's your what's your thoughts on that one? Because it's it's interesting that he's actually you know he, he's obviously you know he stood his ground, he's stepped down, and he's put his beliefs out fair, there. Fair and play if, to him, fair, yeah, fair enough to him. Yeah, it's fair enough to him. But sure, this photo needs to be done now. Then clubs can come forward. Yeah, I think I think when they put that deadline in, was it the twenty eighth of uh, February? Uh, apart, apart, what well, I got told, twenty eight days. It's le- it's legal. It has to be legal. Yeah, yeah. It, it can't be more, it can't be a week about it. It has to be twenty eight days for ah, legal reasons. Right. It's still so, uh, so that's, that's yeah. So obviously, I mean, obviously, there's still meeting. I've led to believe there was a meeting today, a, a national league meeting. But obviously, we know if you follow Ollie Bayless on, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. on Twitter he seems to have his finger on the pulse and knows everything and he's he's obviously got a graph up there as well which it, I'll, I'll it, try and get uh, to me what it looks like it looks like that the National League South wants to go ahead yeah and the National League North is a bit up in the air because you've got I don't know what you've got about 13 teams wanting to avoid mm-hmm. and you've got probably eight 
I want to say eight teams who probably want to carry on. Well, I've actually got it on the screen at the moment. The National League North, there is, I'll just have to count it while I'm on the screen here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or four, null and void with uh, four against. Still waiting for some voting there. So it looks pretty um certain for null and void in the north but of course we've got the the south as well to contend with and if you look at the south it's all against nearly uh, i think there's only one two three four five six seven teams for uh the null and void um so, so what so what's the voting situation like then is it think, what is it for I think at the moment, I think the null and void is ahead by three or four votes or two. It's, it's that close. But you've, you've got Yorker hasn't voted yet, and I imagine they're going to carry on. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Chorley have said they're going to carry on. Yeah. Um, you've got, you've can't got think of, Bo- Kinnemister, I imagine they'll carry on. Boston and Brackley as well. Have Brackley announced yet? What Brackley. We're playing it by ear. We, Obviously, we're planning on playing matches, but well, this has, I, this hasn't been updated yet. I think because there's been a couple today. Kurz Nation have uh, want the league null and void, so there's another four there um, for the for the null and void. So it, obviously, the, what we've got on screen at the moment isn't exactly a hundred percent up to date. No, so it's, it's very close. I, I think this week or next week is going to be the more most divine moment. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, we, we, I mean, from going from what the Dover chairman said there, that it, it's you know against league rules about the loans and stuff, and yeah. obviously we've seen clubs demoted, like Gate said, and and clubs in the past even ejected from the national league because of financial, you know, problems and things like that. I mean, it, it is pretty strange that they are have this on the table to make the league continue, isn't it? It's, it's just ridiculous now. Sure, I do feel I. For me, I do feel so for the National League. I kind of feel... They've, they've got the testing out, which is, I think it's two, three months late, but yeah. it's... Uh, what's the word? It's a step forward into the right direction. Yeah. But it, 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 it's two it's, months it's, too late. Yeah, it's way too late, especially when we had that spike and everything got closed down even more from Christmas. It is... You'd, yeah, you would have thought from Boxing Day onwards, you would have had this testing coming in, but I, I don't know. Fair play to them if they want to try it. Yeah, I mean, I say we we are seeing um, things drop drastically on the COVID side of things, but there's no way are we going to see fans in this season uh, at all. So (laughs) you you wouldn't you you wouldn't think so, but uh, yeah, you you wouldn't think fans back in. And what there's another thing we went to play Southport tonight. Yeah. Did you see that interview with Southport's manager? Uh, I've heard something. I didn't get to see it when I was setting up because I was helping put the kids to bed. So if you you could tell us about it. He uh, was talking about a situation and he he, he thinks it's ridiculous and he said that he wouldn't take his players down to Brackley. Yeah. And it got to Monday night. We have not heard anything from the club, uh, Southport. Mm Mm-hmm. And got about half ten. It was going to be off anyway because the weather, weather across the country is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... But what? Why would Southport leave it till eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock in the morning? Where you go, oh yeah, we're not travelling. You would have thought you'd tell him on a Sunday. Yeah, 
you you would you'd think there'd be a bit of common sense behind the scenes where the, where either the manager rings the other manager and has a hot heart or club officials exactly even like, and just say look this is this is this is the stance this is the reason why and try and put a statement out together or or whatever because every, everyone's in this together yeah and, and that's that's the the thing and. Uh, See the, the likes of Bradley. I can understand you've been in the playoffs. This could be the third season in a row, or, or could it be the fourth season in a row. Sorry, um, and then you've got Chester, who are up there, you know, doing really well in contentions. Gloucester's yeah, not exactly null and void. No one and null and void it, and um, it it just shows you the the stance on clubs that have had the financial troubles lately. Um, of course, all the northeast non-league clubs are, have you know basically said no, we can't, we don't want to. Um, which is understandable, but it's un- yeah, it's understandable. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue against it. Oh, I just think clubs need to, um, like for example, Southport. I was quite, I was quite angry at them because to tell to tell us that on a Saturday, their manager on a Saturday says we're not travelling down, but say nothing to the club. Yeah, we had, we got the pitch ready. We got players to leave work early. Obviously, whoever hold it, but mm-hmm. to leave it to the last minute, it's just yeah. It's 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 not not ideal. But it's just I, we just need clarification soon because I, yeah. I don't I don't know if you seen on Twitter as well that the clubs who want to carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, they should make that like make their own mini league. Yeah, you've seen people say that, like, but it, it is obviously. I don't know what the legal stand is that on the leagues and how they can, you know, if the FA would or add it. the National League North and South together. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, 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 I think we're just going to have to. Obviously, it's, it's a case of waiting now, isn't it? And yeah, it's just a waiting game, really, isn't it? What? And obviously, there was a meeting today. I've got no idea what was discussed, but obviously, no, I didn't know there was a meeting. Unless there's um, any financial things that have come from it, maybe from Sport England again, maybe in form of grants or like a month by month basis. But can clubs? do that without the guarantee of being able to get to the end of the season. I mean, now we've obviously we've got to put into contention the weather is, you know, yeah. de- decimating fixtures as it would at any any season at this time of year. But to have that on top of COVID positive tests and things like that is just... Yeah. It. But would games be more likely to go forward if the te- players tested negative? Would the game still be able to go on and the positive players... Um, isolate, you know, instead of taking the full fixture out. Well, that's that's what they do. That's, that's what they do. Premier League, they don't have Championship and League One and League Two. What's the difference between us and yeah. the, the, if, if we if we want to be elite, what's the difference? Exactly. Uh, you, there's no way the season can continue unless that was the obviously with grants. You know, fight for put. Because the if, there's, if there's one case and that's asymptomatic and he's fine, he's got mild symptoms, he can't spread it. How what? Just, you can't really tell everyone so fast that he's asymptomatic, can you? Yeah, well, we've, we've got a message that's been sent in by John Laverick. But is the vote designed to determine who has money to continue? Uh, those that vote to continue uh, offered loan, those null and void given a grant. Uh, thinking dark and deep in National League board here, or, or dark and deeper, 
I, I think that's probably wishful thinking. That one, like that, that is wishful thinking. But to me, I what, part of me wants to continue because I want is this our first third year in a row what we're fighting to get out of the league, and I think Brighton Town as a team we can get out of the league. But part of me, I don't want to see Brackley die. If you get what I mean, yeah. It's. Uh, I want to see Brackley in the next few years with fans back in watching us get promoted. Yeah, fingers crossed. I think that's that's the, I think that's the, the the thinking of most people in the league, isn't it? We just we just want the the league and the players, the teams to be there, um, for the foreseeable, uh, without any problems. And I think just the, the the loan thing is. As soon as I seen that, I was like, oh, that's it. Well, the season's over. And I thought every yeah. club would have been about the same. Obviously, the likes of York, you know, are, are going to push you. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, yeah. seen what they were like last year, and. Um, it is. It's. Uh, it, we're just gonna have to wait and see now. I mean, we we've, we've debated most of the the ins and outs, and I say we, we every every fan we speak to and yourself as well. We all seem to have a bit of common sense about the matter, but it just doesn't seem to be like that with the league, though, does it? No, it's just it's just shambles at the moment. We don't know. And what what are your fellow Brackley fans like at the moment? Or the as how you got many well, we, many we, friends. We, 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 we thought Saturday would be our last game. That's why some of us went on a step ladder. We thought, fucking our last game. We're not going to play any, anymore this year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, what are, you, are, you, are they, your, your fellow fans that you speak to, are, are they, do they want the season to continue or they would they be happy with null and void? They can't see it. They, they can't see it. Being, they're, not, they're not happy with being void. They want to uh, the, I'm sorry, I'll probably worded that wrong, but would they, would, you know, would, they, would they accept null and void, should I say? I yeah. think they would accept null and void, but... At the end there, I think they will, I think everyone wants to watch good game of football, but mm-hmm. it's the best for each every club in my opinion. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And uh, you've got to keep. See if Mickey, I think you've completely died there, Mickey. I kind of hear you now. I don't know if you've got a spare battery for your mic. Are you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Mickey's uh, he's. he's died uh, on that so he's going to have to take his mic out and just use his phone I think the mic on his phone see if that works um, so this uh, he's going to have to get to the pound shop to get a, a square battery <laughs> pound shop quickly yeah oh I know not open either cause I, is it... no they're not essential are they <laughs> no they're not well uh, Mickey's gone there at the moment so it's just me and you Jack at the moment yeah but um, um, what... sorry I'll let you go there the Curzon have come out and we're meant to say Curzon now on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to go ahead and play? What what do what do Bradley do? Do we prepare for Saturday? Or do we not? Well, at the moment, Gator are still in full time training. At the moment, seeing things on social media today, that obviously they're still preparing. We've got a game on Saturday away to ESC Files, which um, I've got a message here about that actually. Uh, David Tronis, but uh, did you see that ESC Files sent officials to the game? They were supposed to be playing as they didn't believe the pitch was uh, unplayable. Uh, I was, thinking, I was yeah, mentioned I earlier that. on, yeah. So that, that's <laughs> a little bit strange. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that, I must, that, I must admit, I, I, I had a not a run in with some of their media team uh, at the home game, but I wasn't impressed with their conduct. Put it that no, way. No, so, was, so I'm not. They took, I, they think, so I'm not surprised. I think they're too that. big for the league. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, not not impressed with filed at the moment, but no. we, we play them on Saturday, and uh, you know, if obviously if if the weather is all right and there's no COVID tests in our team, then hopefully they'll be able to go. But I think Mickey's back. Are you all right there, Mickey? 
just, just, just. I can hear him just. Yeah, I've got you as high as I can go, Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're just getting a tiny little bit there. So as 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 the battery ran out, is it, Mickey? All green. Oh, I don't know where it is on that note, but uh, I'm having trouble with Mickey there. But um, as I say, who who have Brackley got on Saturday? Uh, who the schedule? Kirsten. And do, do you think that yeah. one will go ahead? Because uh, Kirsten, have, they've come out and said null and void. But then again, right. have have we got to go out and play these games now? Because obviously... If, do you get fine if you don't play these games? There's just, just been nothing put out. Or... Yeah. Uh, something has to come out by the end of the week because obviously we can't go on like this. Uh, the club's not knowing, and obviously weather's going to affect everything. It's going to be a, it's going to be a tough week to get games. Yeah, on well, yeah. Regardless, but what if the game is available to go? Are you going to be deducted points? Are you going to be uh, reprimanded? You know, if you if, if you're well, then, to go? Well, then everyone's going to play depending on the weather. All games, maybe six. Yeah. If you're midweek games. That's what work out in mass three six nine. That's probably eighteen points of air rule. Gloucester could win all them six games and be on fifty points. Yeah. And Gloucester could turn around and look, we're on fifty points, and the team behind us is on, let's say thirty five. They're fifteen points clear. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 just not ideal. The whole thing, not ideal at all. But um, as I say, Jack, thank you very much for the call because I think we've got someone yeah. else that's wanting to get on. Yeah, no worries. Hopefully we'll speak to you soon when we get a bit of clarity and of yeah, course, hopefully. hopefully next season as well because uh, uh, you're a good friend of the of the show and it's always great to hear yeah. from you. Yeah, no so, worries. So uh, thank you very much, Jack. Thank you very much. Bye. Well, there we go. That was Jack there and I've just clipped Mickey off the stream there by accident. So Mickey, we're going to try and talk to you again. Can you hear me? can't hear you at all mickey all that can hear is like the odd little so i don't know what it is so mickey unless mickey unplugs he's if you can hear me if he unplugs his uh, microphone and everything logs out then logs back in and just uses his microphone on his phone try it that way so we'll see if he can do that so um if he unplugs it and uh, he's just taking his mic away. We have another message here from Charles Woff. As Mickey said, it's uh, what about the players? I wonder how much COVID is affecting the players' performance. After all, they are real people with families. And we mentioned that late on last week after we spoke to Charlotte. Um, the players haven't really... We haven't given them, as I say, the thought. I think it's the honest thing to say. Um, you want to, you know... You, you do forget that sometimes that the players obviously are heavily involved in this. They're the ones that are going out. Um, it's their safety, as mentioned, and they're going out and, uh, you know, uh, trying to win games and training in this in this time when everyone's meant to be staying home. So, yeah, it, it's absolutely, uh, you know, it's a shambles on all fronts. And, you know, obviously very thankful at the gates of players. They're going out there doing their job still. Um, just a pity that it isn't in front of fans in a, in safer times. Um, but if you'd like to ring the show, you can ring us on, there we go, 077-494-5502. And that is 
5502. We're going to play a quick message from our sponsors. And when we come back, we want another call. If not, we'll be wrapping it up because we are nearly an hour in and um, it's been a decent little show so far. Just a little bit of technical difficulties with uh, Mickey's make. So hopefully we can get that sorted when we come back. Well, uh, Mickey isn't back just yet. He must be still uh, battling with the microphone and uh, seeing if he can get back on. But if he doesn't, uh, we want you to ring up the show. We'll give it another five minutes and see if there's any more messages. I think I might have missed one or two earlier up uh, here. Um, to do, see if I can get to it. Uh, and Scurfield, um, he put loans and finances are wrong. How can you safeguard clubs and ask them to go into debt if the club went into administration within 12 months after COVID and get the National League? Would they be the first uh, fine to the club and point re reduction or kick the club out the leagues just like us? Um, it's all wrong and avoidable. Yep, exactly. So it safe. Well, that is a good point. What happens if you do take the loan 18 months down the line? You've got your loan repayments and you go into financial difficulty. You go into administration. Are you going to be deducted because of the loan the National League told you to take. So yeah, an absolute mess as ever, uh, as it's been in the past few weeks and dare I say the full season. So if you want to ring us, you can ring us now. Uh, if not, we will be uh, ending the show here. Just like to say a massive thank you to Jack, the Brackley fan for ringing up and also to um, uh, Mark Rivers. And uh, be sure to look at his Northern Goals show. You'll be able to see that on the Sunderland Echo site and if you follow Mark on social media. And also as well, uh, thank you to people that are watch, have been watching on Twitter tonight. We've uh, streamed there for the first time tonight and uh, we hope it's went all right. Um, remember, you can watch us on YouTube and if you are, please subscribe to the channel because we want to get to 100 subscriptions so we can uh, change the URL to Heed Army Podcast. Just a little thing there. Uh, don't worry, it's not trying to make money because uh, we don't get enough views to do that. Uh, but we appreciate every view that we get. And also as well, if you're watching on YouTube, likewise, go to Facebook and like the Heed Army Podcast live page. That'd be fantastic. And while you're at it, if you're going to be on like and spree and share and spree, follow our sponsors, Northern Print Solutions at MPS Gateshead on Twitter and search for Northern Print Solutions on Instagram and on Facebook. And that would be absolutely fantastic. Well, it doesn't look like we're going to get another call. Um, so we will be wrapping it up there. Um, we'll be back hopefully next week when we've got enough to talk about. As I say, we at the moment, we prefer to be talking about matches and results, um, but we're not. It's unfortunately, it's just all um, this rubbish. Uh, and Mickey, uh, sorry, John Laverick's put nail on the head. The league have no consideration for players. Remember, they are human beings, not entertainment robots, without a doubt. And uh, Mark Spencer is pub. Please, can you share the uh, Gator FC Academy Open Evening event with Gator College on the 15th of February at 6 p.m.? A link up uh, and sign up for our social media pages. We did share that earlier on on our Twitter. Um, so if you have a little look at that and do search for Gator FC Academy on uh, social media as well as all the other affiliated Gator FC accounts like um, the Gated Soul, you'll see fundraising and updates on what's going on around the club. Of course, follow the Gator FC social media pages and you'll find out when they have new items in the shop 
pardon me, and also as well, any interviews and things that's coming, uh, that's happening, that's being put up by the club and on their YouTube channel as well, because they put up some great interviews and uh, say Jack McGragan does some fantastic things on there. Right, so we are going to wrap it up there. Massive thank you. Unfortunately, we lost Mickey through a microphone problem there. Hopefully we'll have that sorted for the next show and we will see you next time. Remember, like and share the podcast. That's what we want to do and we will see you next week, hopefully, with a result of the vote. Will there be null and void or will we be playing on? Time will tell.